This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the person who replaced the State Department's IG after President Trump fired him is now resigning. More employees could be returning to work at the Environmental Protection Agency's headquarters. Meanwhile, EPA settles a long-time dispute with a Western state. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The State Department's Acting Inspector General abruptly resigned yesterday. Stephen Ackard's departure comes three months after President Trump fired state Senate-confirmed IG Stephen Linick. The administration has not explained the reasons for Ackard's resignation or Linick's firing. In recent days, House Democrats subpoenaed the State Department for testimony as part of their investigation into Linick's termination. Congress and the Trump administration have yet to reach a deal on the next coronavirus spending bill, but 130 members of the House want the final bill to include resources for the Postal Service ahead of the November election. House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee Chairman Peter DeFazio led lawmakers in demanding $25 billion for USPS and a rollback of cost-cutting operational changes that have led to some delays in mail delivery. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi met with Postmaster General Louis DeJoy to discuss these issues. More employees may go back to the office at the Environmental Protection Agency this week. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco has details. The EPA entered phase two of its reopening plan this week for its headquarters in Washington and Region 1 offices in New England. The agency says 150 employees returned to their offices in the National Capital Region during Phase 1. It downplayed how many employees will return to EPA offices during the next phase, since telework is still an option. But EPA employees say the reopening is reckless. They say EPA data for Washington doesn't meet the agency's criteria to move to the next phase. EPA says those metrics are just part of the agency's reopening decisions. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. $360 million. That's how much the Environmental Protection Agency has agreed to pay the state of Utah to resolve claims stemming from the Gold King mine spill back in 2015. EPA says it will also strengthen Utah's involvement in the agency's work to address contamination at the Bonita Peak Mining District Superfund site, which includes the Gold King mine and other abandoned mines. A scholar's proposal could improve a contract award protest method vendors mostly believe is stacked against them. Federal News Network's Tom Temin has more. GW Law School Prof. Christopher Eukins' report to the Administrative Conference of the United States has vendors watching. He's proposing changes to agency-level protests which contractors mostly avoid by going to other protest venues. One Yukon's idea is to have a third party in the agency hear protests instead of the contracting staff that made the award in the first place. D.C. protest attorney Terry O'Connor likes that idea, saying he's never won a post-award agency-level protest. I'm Tom Temin. U.S. Special Forces can move ahead with a contract that could be worth close to a billion dollars. The Government Accountability Office denied a bid protest from Patriot Defense Group for a consulting contract to help with SOCOM's enterprise requirements, which has a ceiling of 900 $150 million. GAO found the company did not clearly certify past performances in their original proposal. 
The Pentagon announces two big new contracts aimed at getting a coronavirus vaccine distributed across the country. Here's Federal News Network's Jared Serbu with more. In the first contract, DOD and HHS awarded more than a billion dollars to Johnson & Johnson to start manufacturing 100 million doses of its vaccine candidate. That vaccine is still in clinical trials, but officials want it ready for distribution right away if and when those trials prove successful. Separately, DOD awarded contracts worth more than $104 million to start production of 500 million safety syringes over the next year. Those went to six separate companies, and the syringes will be added to HHS's strategic stockpile as they're manufactured. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Cybersecurity personnel have a new tool to chart their careers in the federal workforce. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency releases its Cyber Career Pathways tool, an online platform that breaks down federal cyber work into five different sets of skills. It also highlights some of the core attributes of 52 cyber positions identified in the NICE Cyber Workforce Framework. CISA worked with the Departments of Defense and Veterans Affairs to develop the career tool. One more agency received an A on the House's IT modernization scorecard after all. The U.S. Agency for International Development joins GSA as the only agencies to receive a top mark on the Federal IT Acquisition Reform Act, or FATARA, scorecard. A calculation error caused USAID's grade to come out to a B, but a second look by GAO and the House Oversight and Reform Subcommittee on Government Operations made them realize the agency earned an A. This is the fourth time USAID has received a top score on the FATARA scorecard in 10 grading periods. And GSA is ready to migrate another system to its new acquisition portal. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has details. The Federal Procurement Data System, or FPDS, reports functions will complete its migration to the beta.sam.gov portal on October 17th. The General Services Administration announced its plan after determining the soft launch started in March was successful. The FPDS functions that are moving include static, standard, administrative, and ad hoc reports. GSA says the rest of the FPDS functionality will remain in place at FPDS.gov, which is not being retired at this time. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.